Many hands make slight work, and this is a big job producing this podcast, but I've got help, and the Vancouver Island Works Project has been providing a great deal of help by creating for me a premium website, biwproject.com, for a premium website for yourself. Don't go to just Wix or something like that where you bang it together. Everybody thinks they can do a DIY website, and yeah, you can, but it's going to be missing so much stuff. If you want a K car, go get a K car. If you want a Lamborghini, you go to viwproject.com. Thank you, Manny Mandruziak, who I served with, who made this possible. Thank you for your support of Operation Tango Romeo, the trauma recovery podcast, by providing us with a beautiful premium website. That website is operationtraumarecovery.org. OperationTraumaRecovery.org is the website that they made for us. And VIWProject.com is where you go to get one for yourself. Victor India Whiskey Project.com. At Operation Tango Romeo, we are on a mission to save lives and relieve pain by making help or PTS injuries easily accessible with a vision of a world where the path to trauma recovery is clear. In three, two, one. Spouses get left out of the picture all the time when it comes to mental health, when it comes to PTSD, And that is a gap that we have strived to fill as much as we can. So I'm glad to have Dee Webb on the show. Hi, Dee. Hi, I'm glad to be here. So Dee, uh, with your experience, tell me how you've been left out of the conversation and what you did to fill that gap. So uh, my husband's struggle with mental health has been about eight years that we've been together. And... uh, In that eight years, not once did a medical professional come to me and ask whether our kids or myself were doing okay. And we, uh, we have been through a lot and he's tried a lot of different things, been in hospital, um, been at home under my care, um, more than probably should have been sometimes. And, uh, yeah, not once was there a check-in. And uh, yeah, I just, I came to yoga therapy as a way to help support uh, people with mental health and their significant others, because I had felt so unsupported. And I had come to yoga initially to my mat, and that was where I found relief and support for myself. It was a place where I could take a moment and get in my own head and not be taking care of anybody else. And yoga therapy came as a part of that and a way to take care of myself even more and understand what was going on in mind and body. And the passion and love grew from there. At what point did you decide, hey, I'm going to not just do this for myself, but I'm going to share this with others by being in the front of the room and leading the, the yoga classes? I took my yoga teacher training two years ago, and I wasn't even sure I was ever going to teach. Um, 
it really came along as my husband's journey got worse. He had a suicide attempt, we'll call it. I um, intervened in that and uh, our life kind of unraveled right there. And again, there was no support and I hit bottom, um, but nobody seemed to care. And in that process, I was still uh, in my training and... um, yeah, it just kind of, the universe gave it to me. It uh as it does and the right people came into my life at the right time and helped me and I wanted to do that for others because I had seen such a need and such a gap. So, how does yoga help? Like what's the physiology of it or the spirituality of it whatever angle you want to take there? So, uh Yoga has its own set of philosophies called the yamas and niyamas, and uh, it's kind of like um, a 12-step program. (laughs) So uh, it's basically living your best life and not harming anyone else and yourself and many different philosophies like that. And those were the things that brought awareness to me that I may have been doing good for my family, but I was hurting myself because I wasn't taking the time to take care of me. And um, yeah, it's uh, yoga therapy takes it a step further. So we bring awareness to your body and your mind connection. So say if you're having an anxiety attack, we start to help you understand what happens before you have that anxiety attack and leading up to it and the tools that you could use to maybe curve that. And it's not always successful. It's not a magic stick, but you really start to understand, okay, I'm coming into a different state and you know, I'm raising my voice or whatever it is that happens for you before that. You might start to feel hot. You might get pain in your shoulder. There's things that happen leading up to an anxiety attack that you can curve yourself with tools like breath and uh, yoga nidra meditation, different, different tools and different tools are different for different people. And that's where yoga therapy comes as a very individualized program just for you dealing with where you're at and what you're capable of. So uh, some of the times when my husband would have a severe anxiety attack, all he could do was breathe with me. I would put my hand on his chest and we would breathe together. And that's, it was maybe a couple of minutes, but that was enough to reset him. It's very powerful and learning to be able to do that for yourself and medication is an amazing tool, but uh, sometimes it's not enough and sometimes having other things in place and your family understanding what those are as well and reminding you to do them. Co-regulation is a big deal in mental health, so um, having your spouse also or your significant other even your kids understand that if they start to breathe better in your presence while you're having an anxiety attack that that will help you come down and ground and also breathe better it's also a principle of leadership in general Um, if there's a panic situation 
and the leader is panicked, everybody's panicked. If there's a panic situation and the leader is calm and unflapped, everybody else follows the leader. Right. And and they're, they mirror and match that state, at least to a degree. Right. It One of the great gifts and probably the greatest gift of therapy and of peer support groups is that it raises self-awareness, which is what you're talking about with the yoga. With the, without the self-awareness, you don't know that that panic t- attack is coming on or that it, that's what it is. You don't know that what you're feeling is anxiety. You just know that you don't like it. Um, and then what to do about it. Without that self-awareness, you're just in the dark and you're miserable and you're upset and you don't know why. Um, and the sooner you can see it coming, like by even predicting it, it's like, okay, I'm about to go to this situation. And typically in this situation, I don't feel so great. So let's, uh, let's get a plan before I go into that grocery store. Cause I don't like that grocery store or whatever the case may be. Uh, if you're going to go to a parade or any kind of anything where there's a crowd tends to not be a great time. But, um, yoga giving self-awareness, that's, that's a big, big deal. What's the difference between therapeutic yoga, what you're doing and other forms of yoga? Yeah. So, um, therapeutic yoga or yoga therapy is really individualized. So we can teach it in a group class, but most of what Um, I do is private. So we have private one-on-one sessions where we come up with plans and awareness for you. And we don't need to know. um, It's different than other therapies. We don't need to know your um, diagnosis. We meet you where you're at because the way you present anxiety may be very different than the way my husband presents anxiety or, um, your wife or somebody else. So we look at what happens in your body and how it connects with things that go on in your mind and help you come up with a plan and tools on how to use those things just for you. So when you've been in a group therapy session before and they're telling you to meditate and you're telling them they're crazy because you can't slow your mind down long enough to do that, Uh, we can come up with a plan for that. So a lot of people think that some of the tools that we use, like meditation, mean that you need to sit on the side of a mountain in a cross-legged position and om. Uh, That's not the case. Om on, pod me om. You know, for a lot of people, uh, a walk in nature is just as meditative as trying to, well, more meditative than trying to sit still and calm their mind. Are you familiar, familiar with forest bathing? I am. I, I ask because there's a difference between walking through the forest and there's, and walking through the forest yes. um, in, in a mindful way. You know, you can, uh, for the longest time, because that's what was my go-to to feel better, yeah. was uh, get myself into the forest, especially into the mountains and just get away from everything. But for almost 10 years, it didn't work. Yep. And the place I'd go to recharge my batteries was not recharging my batteries. And it was just horrible. It's because I didn't know how to do it. Yep. I didn't know how to get my, out of my head and into the forest mentally. Exactly. Does yoga help with that? It does. And it helps bring you into your body. So a lot of people 
that have mental health issues are pushing away from their body all the time. They don't want to be in it. They don't want to be here and feeling what's going on. Um, and when it gets bad enough, they're pushing away from their family and they want to be in that dark space alone because they don't want to be lashing out. They don't want to be feeling what they're feeling. They don't want to have the thoughts they're having. <clears throat> um, yeah. So therapeutic yoga can really help you just connect if it's, you know, 30 seconds, we start with 30 seconds. So you come into your body for 30 seconds and it feels good and it feels safe and okay. And maybe we start to make some gains where you like it, where you start to feel like you want to be in your body and you want to feel what this is like again, because it feels good and it feels safe. And then we grow it from there. So um, I also work with people that have chronic pain and it's the same kind of, I see it as the same issue or this, the same set of issues for them. They don't want to be in their body. They don't want to be in pain. Uh, so we just start really small and with whatever, wherever you're at, whatever you've got um, is how we start. So like with forest bathing and going for a walk in the woods, you know, it might start with sitting on your back deck and looking at a tree. There's a lot of science behind, you know, plants and um, even looking at a picture of a plant and how mm -hmm. that releases great chemicals in your brain. And we don't sit there and make this plan around, you know, oh, I want you to look at a plant for 30 seconds because it's going to help you feel better. But um, it can be a little bit sneaky and we, you just start to know that you feel good when you go for a walk with your dog and maybe you're there in your body um, and it just grows from there. It's a, it's a really interesting process. When I think of yoga, because I, I don't know jack squat about yoga, yeah. uh, but when I think about it, I think most people think of poses, breath work, and meditation. Yes. Um, how does that all work together? When you And when you're doing therapeutic yoga, do you focus more on one than the other, or do you do them one at a time, all three at the same time? How does it work? Completely depends where the person's at. Okay. So um, I I work with people that are incredibly fit, that are athletes that have goals that uh, they want to obtain. And I, you know, um, they would focus more on their physical body, but that's what they think. But actually, it's a lot of mental, being an athlete is a lot of mental health as well. And then um, yoga really derived from a mental practice. It wasn't the physical practice. So in North America in the last um, 15 years or so, it's become a very physical practice. And a lot of pictures of women in bikinis putting their foot behind their head, but that's not actually where yoga derived from. And it's not the physical practice isn't the be all and end all of yoga. And uh, it really is that mind body connection, which is such an amazing and powerful tool for people suffering with mental health and what chronic about the pain. spirit and the soul? Yeah. Yeah. It's um, so we do do, we do do postures, but it's not putting your foot behind your head and it's not turning yourself into a pretzel. Pretty, pretty, pretty sure I can't do that. I'd snap <laughs> in half. I'm a, just about guarantee. <laughs> and, uh, and it would not look flattering. <laughs> um, 
One of the meditations that I use is called yoga nidra. So um, there's a type of yoga nidra called eye rest, which they're using quite a lot in military applications. Uh, They're trying to bring it into Canada. And uh, yoga nidra is basically you put on a set of headphones or you listen to um, my voice or somebody else's voice, and then they take you through a guided meditation. And they can be a couple of minutes long. Uh, 40 minutes is about the longest practice that they'll do because it interrupts your sleep cycle. But we know that it takes energy to sleep even. So um, I became very passionate about sleep and mental health when watching my husband go through everything he was and it makes me crazy that it's not the first thing that they go to like how is your sleep quality when your mental health is um, in crisis and um, and the pills don't seem to help worth a damn I've tried all kinds of different medications the only thing that helped uh, me medication wise which I'm not allowed to take anymore um, because I want to be working up north here shortly is the one-to-one cannabis oil. So um, half THC, the other half is CBD. Now, it doesn't erase the nightmares, but it takes the foot off the gas really well without any morning fog. If it's just the THC oil, I'd get that morning fog. But um, uh, the relief, I mean, I was in tears. I was so overwhelmed that, oh my God, I had relief. I wasn't up three or four times uh, with night terrors. How fantastic is this? Right. And morning fog for someone that's already struggling to get out of bed in the morning is not ideal. Not ideal. (laughs) And uh, so yoga nidra, and there's a lot of science behind it. Is that Um, a transcendental style of meditation, yoga nidra? uh, It can be. Okay. I I don't know one from another. I I was a part of a forum where a transcendental meditation teacher was there. And uh, so that's the only reason I know that there's different types. Yeah, so you're invited to stay awake during yoga nidra and listen to the person speaking to you. A lot of people go off. They can't tell you what has been said. Um, one IREST uses a technique where they do body scanning. So again, it's bringing you back into your body. Um, and it just asks you to be aware of your feet or your toe or your leg and then your hip. And it goes through each part of your body very methodically. Um, And it brings you into sensations in your body. So perhaps heavy and light and different sensations. So again, providing that safe space to be in your body and not hurting or not focused on pain or what it's not doing. Um, And it does change your brain chemistry. So it can help you sleep. Um, we know that we need energy to sleep. And when you're so depleted from not sleeping because of night terrors and um, quality of sleep, and you're in such an exhausted state, that yoga nidra can start to support that because it's giving your body rest um, that it that it needs that mimics sleep as if you would a good quality sleep. Sure wish I knew about that when I was a young soldier. <laughs> yeah. Extreme fatigue was my uh, constant companion. Yeah, and even um, even as a mom, as a young mom, or mm-hmm. uh, a mom of teenagers, a dad of teenagers, you know, you have those days where you just need to power up, and uh, a 20-minute nidra can, can change the whole day, like... 
we often practice in the middle of the day and it it's better than a cup of coffee for your for your lift in the middle of the day. It's really a very powerful practice. I um, practice nidra every day. Um, <clears throat> sometimes I practice to go to sleep. And um, once your body starts to understand that when you put this on and you get into this position and you just uh, come into the state, you go to sleep very quickly. It's almost like medication. Well, that sounds good. How do you mm-hmm. spell nidra? N-I-D-R-A. N-I-D-R-A. There's probably uh, apps and stuff on YouTube where a person could plug in. Yeah, that. there's a <clears throat> sorry. There's a great app called uh, Insight Timer, and it's free. And there's um, thousands of meditations and nidras on there. And the key is just finding a voice that you really resonate with. And uh, my husband doesn't like to listen to men when he's going to sleep. It freaks well, he's him not going to like my podcast now. <laughs> Well, hopefully you don't put people to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) I do have a couple of guided meditations on there. (laughs) Just breathe. (sighs) Yeah. For some reason, those aren't the popular episodes. I don't know why. (laughs) Yeah. So there's lots. There's a ton on YouTube. And um, iRest is uh, just one form of yoga nidra. There's several different types. Explain the uh, the eye rest. Uh, so, eye rest is the body scanning type of yoga nidra. Okay. So there are some that are visualizations, and um, this eye rest has been formulated for people that may be triggered. So um, they stay away from a lot of visualizations that might set you off or. Um, so is that one word, or is it like I rest as in rest the eyes? It's just the letter I and then R E S T. Oh, and that's why I asked. Because yeah. it sounds like like resting your eyes. Yes. I rest, but no, no, no. It's is that an acronym or? <laughs> I don't really know. Um, well, that's the, okay out there. Google it. Google it. See what Wikipedia's <laughs> got to say. I R E S T. Yes. Um. Yeah, so it really it, it's great for people that have had trauma and may be triggered by visualization type meditations. So the complaint that I uh, hear when we go to the uh, OSI clinic and try to take meditation classes and stuff, and the guys get so upset. It's like my brain doesn't do that. I, I try to visualize stuff, and it goes all to hell. Right, and uh, I understand that very, very well. I, like, okay, visualize a calm lake. Yeah, I got dragons jumping yeah. out of it, and it's just, just bullshit. And that's where the <laughs> body terrible. scanning the body scanning comes in so well, because everybody, well, most people have a toe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so... I met a guy with no toes yeah, once. You know, and it happens. I guess he'd start with his knees or his hips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you... Uh, you bring your awareness to your toe, not to a magical lake or, and, you know, I think for people, again, struggling in mental health, like trying to get yourself to a happy place on the side of a lake is not always accessible, but your toe is, you know, it's, it just is that 
simple. Well, they say the, the visualize the candle flame, and the more still the candle flame, the more still your mind. Like great, because mine's a flamethrower. Right. The hell. Well, and we have a joke in our house. I'll say to my husband, "What are you thinking about?" And he'll say, he'll say something like, "Oh, I was thinking about what to make for dinner." And I'll say, "What are the other four tracks thinking about?" Because there's always five tracks of thought at any one time. <laughs> so yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, and I was skeptic when I started. I would be like, um, this is stupid. It's never going to work. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, um, what just happened? (laughs) Yeah. So, how does somebody get a hold of you? So, um, I am Take a Breath Yoga, and they can Google me. I come up, and uh, I'm on Facebook and Instagram. And, yeah, I'm here in Okotoks. I work online. I have clients all over the place. So on- so you can virtually, like somebody could be in Australia and it wouldn't matter, you could Zoom it? I can Zoom it, yeah. All right. And uh, yeah, I have a client in Ontario and another one in Lloydminster. We're just south of, I'm in Okotoks with you, just south of Calgary. Um, yeah, I can Zoom wherever. I have a few group classes that I teach if you're just looking for movement and aren't ready for to uh, have a private session yet, if you just want to dip your toe in. And there's a free class on that I put on Facebook Live on Sunday nights so they can access, uh, anyone can access that and just have a look at some of the physical movement that goes along with yoga therapy. It's very accessible. I like to think it's accessible to to pretty much anybody. Um, I even work with people that can't get on the floor. They're in a chair and they can't get down. Are you a registered practitioner with Veterans Affairs? I am not. I would get on that. Because oh. once you get on that list, and it takes a while, um, then Veterans Affairs would cover those treatments. Hmm. Then you can specifically market towards that. But you got to get on the list. Yeah, or, yoga or, or they don't cover you. Yoga therapy is in about the same place that uh, massage therapy was 15 years ago. Right. Um, we're starting to get covered. Calgary, Calgary City Police had a yoga therapist on staff. I'm not sure if that's still the case since they've had their budget cuts. But uh, well, the, the workaround is a prescription from a doc, from an MD. Mm. And uh, so if you're friendly with an MD that doesn't mind doing that, then you know where to send people. They get yep. the prescription and then Veterans Affairs uh, will probably cover it. You might still have to get on that list, though. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's uh we're getting covered by some wellness insurance and um yeah, it's starting to come. That's fantastic. Dee, thank you for coming to studio and uh, and sharing a little bit about yoga and the health benefits. I do appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me. All right. So, remember, recovery is an activity, not an event. You got to get off your ass and actually do something. So, Google D today, take a breath yoga, and book your appointment. You're listening to Operation Tango Romeo, the Tremor Recovery Podcast. At Operation Tango Romeo, we are on a mission to save lives and relieve pain by making help or PTS injuries easily accessible with a vision of a world where the path to trauma recovery is clear.